I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Castology. This is Castology and I'm one of your Castologists, N.C. Weber, here with my fellow Castologists. Liz Bess. And Nick Bleeker. And we're here to recommend you some podcasts and to review some podcasts that we recommended two weeks ago. Yeah, because that's our new format. Oh, I ate too much burrito. <laughs> we always do that. We but, ha- like, I only had a mini burrito, right? But then all of a sudden, like, as soon as you started playing the intro tune, I was like, like oh, I need to burp. oh, my guts are not good. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, we like to start with an overshare here at Castology. No, that's just here at Liz. Like- <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Nick? Look, I'm feeling um, all right. I was saying that I, I got my COVID booster the other day. Oh, well sorry, done. Two days ago. Congratulations. Um, but I, I haven't, and I won't get too much into COVID, but my first two shots, no issues, just had a sore arm for like a day. But like this one, I'm, I've, I've got like the the mildest, I, this is like the mildest of mildest of symptoms. You're just I've a little bit discombobulated. Had. It's just bizarre. You're just a little bit off kilter. Yeah. And so, like a man, as soon as you're a little bit off kilter. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead, basically. <laughs> uh, so yeah, my girlfriend has just been resuscitating me all day. No, and I also like before, before the show, I only had like a packet, of, like a small packet of those diabetes jelly beans. I feel like for maybe that's why you were feeling shit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because oh, no, all you too. fucking ate I had a oh, is oh, sugar. So it's just a whole bunch of sugar, sugar and, coffee. and caffeine. I don't know. It must be the vaccine. Why I'm feeling sick. <laughs> well, fair point. But I mean, look, those diabetes jelly beans are very good. Yeah. Glucagel, sponsor us, please. Actually, it'd be great. No. <laughs> Glucagel, Glucagel. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so now that we've got uh, everyone's medical problems out of the way, <laughs> uh, let's talk uh, some podcasts. So we don't have a theme this week. No, we do not. Just uh, just rando podcasts that we want to throw at each other. Just fucking anything goes. I would like to hear about Liz's podcast. First. I don't know why I knew you were going to ask for me, but I knew it. I'm sorry. I was tempted to go first myself. I know, but I could I could just yeah. felt it in the air. Yeah. Um, I'm... <laughs> Stupid excited about this podcast because it's my new little obsession. Um, it took me a little while to get into it. It took me to, I think, into episode three. And I think I gave you guys the advice that please try and listen to episode up to episode three yep. um, because the first two I wasn't sure if I liked it. It's called Midnight Burger. Now, it's basically about a diner that is a time traveling, dimension spanning diner. So you go into the diner. Doctor Who style. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, the, like the, the diner is a TARDIS. I don't watch Doctor Who, but I know the, <laughs> I know the principles it's of it. It's bigger on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> no. But it just, the someone goes in to get a job. This woman called Gloria goes in to get a job, and the, the people are like, Are you sure? Are you sure? Don't say we didn't warn you. And then all of a sudden, a whoosh, 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 whoosh. Did they warn her about the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh specifically? I mean. <laughs> No. <laughs> so I would say that they didn't warn. Yeah, they've done a poor job. Yeah, but 
Yeah. So basically, the, this charming diner and its staff, complete with a self-aware uh, radio hosts, Effie and okay. Zebulon, who I love dearly, <laughs> who, who basically talk like they're religious fervor people on television about Jesus and the Lord. Um, and, and yeah, it just kind of, they it's just their kind of... Adventures around the universe. The kind of kooky character audio fiction. Yeah, cool. exactly. So it kind of um, it kind of gave me sort of subdued Amelia Project vibes, mm. um, but there's just something that I find super charming about it, um, and I love that they like every episode. They're always like, "We open at six at the start," and I just I don't know. There was just something that I really liked about it. So it is produced by Joe Fisher and Finlay Stevenson, written by Joe Fisher, and they have just joined the Fable and Folly Network after their awesome. first season because it was a COVID project. Yeah. Remind me of the Fable and Folly stuff. Have we spoken about them before? We have done their podcast before. I can't remember yes. what they are. I also cannot remember what, but we have referenced them before. I will do some Googling while um, this continues. Hell yeah. yeah, so uh, I will mention the cast because it's always polite to mention the cast of small audio dramas. So Susie Suarez, uh, Joe Fisher, Finlay Stevenson, Tom Mormon, Julie Cowden Starbird, Neil Starbird. Um, and yeah, it started as a COVID project. And then I believe after a little while, like someone, I think it was The Guardian, covered them and then their audience just shot into Bang. the stratosphere. And we like need. well deserved too. And I, yeah, it took me two episodes, like episode three, I was like, fuck it, I'm in. I'm so in. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just, Midnight Burger, I'm into it. I love it. Great title. Yeah. So uh, the Amelia Project is actually on the Fable and Foe. That's Fable why I know them. Hey. Yeah. So obviously they've listened and gone, this is our type of podcast. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, they were picked up uh, at the end of season one, I believe. Awesome. Uh, so how many episodes are there all So together? I think there are 10 episodes. I'm pretty sure it's 10 episodes in episode one and season two has just debuted. So there's okay. two or three episodes out. They also have... Um, they had a couple of like bonus episodes where they did Friends of Midnight where they actually would just give you an episode of another podcast and it got me hooked on another couple of podcasts. Oh, so cheap, I, I, I yeah. think, I mean, maybe we should start doing that every now and then. Absolutely. Because that, I, like, I, they're just like, listen to this episode. And I was like, sure, I'm, I'm already here. Hey, I'm going to go subscribe to that now. So, yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Midnight okay. Burger. Get onto it. Midnight Burger. Uh, listen to at least the third episode. Yeah, up, right. to, up to at least the third <clears throat> I'm going to go next. Fine. Take that. I just did. I'm recommending the podcast Crazy Town uh, by the Post Carbon Institute. Is it like dumb people oh. town? No. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's by it's the Post Carbon town? Institute, so it's a little bit <laughs> environmentally skewed. I'm okay with that. The world's burning. We need this 100%. shit. Yeah, so, but the reason I brought it on because it is kind of a Liz presentation of climate issues. Yeah. So it is kind of a chatty, humory, like dark humory approach to the big topics that are That's that the are only way I can take on the big topics <laughs> is by making jokes about Which is how why fucked when we I are. I found this one. I was like, okay, I need to I need I need to apologize for all the Zane Dry podcasts that I've recommended. Please don't call this Liz Moist. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> no, we did that and that's I wasn't not a gonna thing. say it again, but now <laughs> the second time is almost a thing. No, the third time <laughs> makes it a thing. Shut up everybody. Nick? 
yeah, so basically this is hosted uh, by Asha, Rob and Jason and it's just, it's literally them making fun of the bad things so that they can cope with them. Oh, my God. Uh, it's my happy so place. <laughs> it, is, it is pretty in-depth as well. So they do do a lot of research. Um, and so there's no real episodes that I would recommend, but just go through, pick something that you that you want. It is chatty. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's a little too chatty for me. Um, but still... Uh, they get to the they get to the meat of it and and they're funny while they do it. So yeah, I'm looking crazy forward to it. town. Looking forward to it. Was my go? Yeah. yeah, we're both looking at you. For well, that. I thought you were going to segue to me, but that's fine. I'll segue myself. I'm not hosting this thing, so why would I segue? I'll segue anything? to myself. Zane. You do this thing where you're looking at the person you're not talking to, Nick, and it's really disconcerting. Yeah, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, so my recommendation this week is, um, look, full disclosure, I put this on the list months ago and I know I talk a lot of shit about iHeartRadio. The next two weeks are iHeartRadio shows. <laughs> I apologise. I'll still talk shit. Are you apologising to iHeartRadio or to us or oh, to our well, listeners? I mean, no, to the listeners and to okay. YouTube, but look, not iHeartRadio. we all get in traps. There were a few weeks where I did Wondery a couple of weeks yeah. in a row and was like, shit. Yeah, I did like... Uh, uh, the same thing up oh, with, Q with, code. with Q code and yeah. yeah classic Q code anyway my uh, show this week is called The Missionary now this is a podcast about a young missionary called Renee uh, Bach uh, who goes to she went to Uganda to start a clinic under the guise of like a, a missionary like under the, the name of God the funniest and probably most depressing thing out of this is that she calls it a nutritional rehabilitation facility not a hospital uh, so the purpose of this is an investigative sort of piece into whether she, um, after she leaves Uganda, uh, is responsible for the deaths of hundreds and hundreds of children. Jesus Christ. Anyway, it got dark. Um, <laughs> and so the show basically goes in depth about that. Fair, There's a fair knock against this in terms of its presentation because I do feel as though the journalists involve themselves a little too much with the story rather right. than presenting these things. But I'm curious to see how you two interpret that because that's the feel that I got from it. I enjoyed it, but it was very much, a, oh, I'm starting to get a little bit, they're putting themselves in the story rather than just presenting what they've found in terms of yeah. facts. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's only eight episodes. Um, it came out, I think, uh, yeah, it's, I think it was like a, one of those just iHeart things. It's honestly not really my kind of thing, but I was fanging for a little bit of investigative journalism and I figured this is probably something. And it's an it w- interesting topic. And it was something that I listened to months ago and put it at the bottom of the list because I was like, Let, let's just see. Let's go back how to we that. Go. Yeah, so it's called The Missionary. The Missionary. Okay, well, it's time to go back and judge the niche off. How are you all feeling a couple weeks after the niche off? I am not as confident as I was. I uh, you am shouldn't also be. not as confident. You shouldn't be. Really? Liz, I think you're okay. You're, I feel you- like Nick should be very confident. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> let's, let's start with let's let's. Who do you want to start with, yeah, there, actually, Liz? Because I feel with? like you're you've got some hidden knowledge that I don't have. I I've already written down Nick wins. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. Nick wins. <laughs> okay. Well, let me let let's go start with Nick then. Okay. So Nick, what what was the podcast that you recommended for our niche off, which is to have the most niche podcast? Uh, so my podcast is called Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it has two hundred and thirty three episodes. It comes out every week, and it's about this dude who was investigating what happened to pizza at McDonald's. <laughs> Yep, there's not much else I could say. How much of this did you listen to? <laughs> More than I probably and should. And what and what episodes were they? Um, 
I basically just listened around. Um, look, I started from episode one and I was like, oh my God, this show fucking exists. I love it. It's mm-hmm. very fucking niche. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, I was, I, I brought to the ta- table Chestnut Chats, which mm-hmm. I fully admitted was a comedy podcast made by uh, participants in the Conker's Cup. For Conkers fans. So, but, and the criticism was that because it was a comedy, it was more broad appeal than just Conkers fans. That's not, that's not my criticism. Okay. So I, I did a poll <laughs> yep. of 12 people. Yep. 11 of them mm-hmm. agreed that you should be disqualified because it's fiction and you can make anything niche if you make it up. Can I then? put out that uh, this pizza podcast is also fiction. It is a parody podcast about investigative journalism. But he actually calls out real restaurants, so it's real. The people exist. And pizza did exist at McDonald's. Yes, but not all the details that he puts to air are true. Okay, guys, this means I win by default. (laughs) That's kind of what I was (laughs) saying. Okay, so I I do need to come clean. So I did listen to a lot of this show. Mm -hmm. And in my listening to it, when I recommended it, I was like, yep, bang, easy money. It was fucking funny. I'm getting fucking paid right now. And then afterwards I was like... Surely not. This this guy cannot have this many fucking episodes. And then the more research I did uncovered the fact that it is, in fact, a parody <laughs> podcast. <laughs> because the guy that was doing I think the New York Times did a piece on him, I'm pretty sure. I yeah. just got the very guy, excited when I listened to the episode and then some, he did find <laughs> someone who was selling pizza at McDonald's. He's like, do you have pizza at McDonald's? They're like, yeah. And he's like, you do? <laughs> I'm like I'm not, not I'm laughing not, in my car. I'm not saying that it's not funny because it, it is. It's, it's very amusing. Look, it's, it's very same. And I found yeah. Chestnut Chat incredibly amusing and ridiculous, and the amount of double entendres pleased me greatly. But I did ask a lot of my colleagues at work. I was like, if you were having a niche off, but this is between these two <laughs> podcasts, not yours, right? So we're just excluding yours just for the time being for this argument because I want to beat Zane now because you've default one one, right? So. I want to beat Zane. Oh mine's God, technically... Well, mine's te- let's not get ahead of mine's ourselves. Mine's technically real world, though. It is, is, it's techni- mine's technically real world Yours as is well. scripted. It's scripted, but it also re- references real people. But his is an invest. His is like the Renophiles. Like, it's like investigative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It references real people, but it also references fake people and fake... And, and fake events. Okay, well, I didn't get to the fake events part. So on that instance, <laughs> both of you are disqualified. It's, it's a mix I'll of reality that. and what have you. Okay, um, so in actual reviews, let me... Let me, let yeah, me... so let, let's talk about Liz's thing. No, well, don't we want to, like, properly oh, yeah, review yeah, each other's yeah, podcasts? Let's, let's yeah. Not what, what talking about who wins the niche off? Sure. So with whatever happened to Pizza at McDonald's, I was giggling like an idiot to myself in the car because this guy's deadpan is so fucking funny and I don't often laugh out loud. Like normally I'll do a little internal like, hmm. Um, <laughs> but like I, in the car by myself, giggling, doing my what my friends call my Betty Rubble giggle. Um, it, it was just dumb and funny and I love dumb and funny. So... Yeah, uh, you you me mentioned you mentioned the Renophiles and this had big Renophiles vibes for yeah. me, and I was just like, oh, 
I was gritting my teeth. And then that's what forced me like, well, while I'm listening to it, I'll do some research. I'll go back to see like where they started, how they got to where they were. And that's when I discovered that it is, in fact, a parody podcast. Yeah, okay. Well, with that information... I like agree. So, so what what did you think of it without the parody? Um, I think that it is a joke that has gone on far too long. Oh, look, yeah. honestly, I listened to maybe 15, 16 episodes because yeah. they're quite short, and then listened to one or two from the tail end just to make sure that yeah. it didn't. And I was like, I don't know how you went for this long. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, it's commitment is what it is. Honestly, yeah. like he's a he's a comedy writer. Yeah. So I think this is just an exercise for him now. Yeah. Um, but it is kind of it is because uh, I listened to four episodes because they are quite short, and it is very one note. And did you get to the episode where he finds pizza? Because that's joyful. I don't think I did, and I don't. <laughs> I, by the time I finished, I'm not feel I'm not I didn't feel particularly benevolent towards this this chap. It's um, just his little he, you did. He, did. he did actually cop a bit of criticism because people thought he was making fun of people that, like that were in like low paying jobs in the United States. That was one of the things that I picked up after, obviously, right? Yeah, in my research afterwards, being like, surely fucking not. And he actually copped a bit of criticism because I think from memory, I don't know if he was making fun of, but he was parodying like people with like low low paying jobs in the United States, and right, people were like, yeah. "Well, that's not fucking cool." Oh, I didn't get it. But, but, but I don't. But the thing is, I yeah. can't. I can't remember that. This I is didn't all, get any yeah. of those vibes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Like, if if this is your, if this tickles you, if this is your cup of tea, then there is. Almost three hundred episodes. It just of makes it. me want to think of the dumbest idea ever and make a podcast that's really short and dumb. Mm. I mean, sure. And then someone yeah, finds absolutely. it. Yeah, absolutely. And then someone finds it, and then next minute I'm famous. Yeah, because the Guardian could pick it up. All I know. you need to do is pick a random person in the world and make a podcast about them, and don't tell them, mm. and see so how long Truman it is before they find you. Mm. Oh, that's kind of weird. I like that. <laughs> Love that. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's, okay, so let's we'll go come to back Chestnut to mine, Chat which is then. Chestnut Chats, which is a, a comedy podcast which is both scripted and fictional, referencing real people and real events, so kind of taking them out of context and exaggerating them, uh, made by people involved with uh, the Conquers, the Conquer Cup, which is a... Uh, Conquers is a game that some small groups of people really enjoy, uh, and they made a podcast about it to advertise so their new event. Yeah. if... This podcast had have been an actual <laughs> companion piece to the Conquer Cup. You would have won hands down. Oh, absolutely, like, absolutely, absolutely, well, hands now down. Now I'm going to get in contact. But with this you. is, <laughs> but this is very charming. I love mm. the ads. You know, I love a good dick or yeah. balls joke. Like absolutely, it's it's very well produced, and it and it and it reads like a small town radio station yeah. kind of you yeah. know community radio vibe let's talk to <laughs> mrs merrill who lives down the street about the thing that we love like it's it's incredibly charming but i have written this is also cheating in capital letters <laughs> i will say like i'm not i'm not i'm not here to win i'm here to find out fun podcasts yes um and that's why i put chestnut chats in there because i it fa- was really incredibly cute. Wait, how did you yeah. find this I was searching for uh, obscure podcasts about sport. Oh, and that, cool. that was like one of several things that I was talking about. Um, and yes, I found Chestnut Chats and I didn't know what Conkers was. Oh, so really? I thought Chestnuts w- was actually talking about nuts um, until I listened to the podcast and I was like, okay. And then I went to their website and I'm like, oh, okay. This is and thing. then I thought it was real. Yeah. And then I listened to it. 
the rest of it. I'm like, this can't be real. Yeah. But they are referencing real things. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but it's incredibly charming. It had very uh, like wooden overcoats sort yeah. of yeah, yeah. Yes. vibe. Yes. Um, which is why I brought it on. Uh, so let's finally talk about Liz's contribution to the niche off. Yeah, so it's the Erasable podcast. It's a, it's a podcast about pencils. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> Nick, do you have anything to say about sorry, well, Chestnut Chats before oh, we which, jump which on? Has, oh, no, honestly, I think the thing that actually kind of I found quite striking was that they've done quite a lot of like w- like wonderful bit of sort of world building. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It's a, kind of like a little bit yeah. of a lived-in world. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I was like, my, I think I got in my notes. I think I just said, uh, I said, this is satire, right? Because I started doing tasks and forgot what the show was on. And I was like, what the fuck is Conkers? What is Conkers? Is this satire? What is Conkers? And I said that in capital letters. Yeah. And then I think you explained it to me last week. I yes. Yeah. I still don't get it, but whatever. <laughs> Great show, though. It's like, it's you like put marbles, a nut but on, on a, a string. string and you smash it against somebody else's nut and whoever cracks loses. Have you ever played the game with a bag of M&Ms where you like push M&Ms together to see, see who, which, which one is the strongest first. M&M? No, I eat my food. Well, it's like that, but with chestnuts. <laughs> Now, you, now you've it's said like that, I'm probably going to go and get some but your aim, It's like marbles, but your aim is to smash the marble. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And it's on a string. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so cool. Uh, the Erasable podcast? Yeah. So the Erasable podcast, it's basically three guys talking about pencils because they have a rich and storied history, but yeah. it's a very like, how the fuck can you get that many episodes about pencils? But you can, just like you can with shipping containers. Fuck you, Nick. Because pencils... <laughs> Do a lot of things. and Absolutely. Yeah. What do we think? This is a podcast about pencils. It really is. Yeah, I even call it Pencil Show in my notes. I didn't even remember the name of it. It's called Pencil Show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> my aim was to find a podcast that was actually informative and about one little thing. dumb thing. One, well, pencils aren't little and dumb. Well, it was just one, as one some, thing. As a, as a stationary aficionado. Yeah, but like <laughs> stationary podcast is a lot more broad because, but like this is just fair, wooden they, pencil. They do branch out into stationary. Yes, they do have bit. a couple of people coming on from the pen addict and, and stuff like and, that. Well, they also talk <laughs> about the paper a lot oh yeah. and erasers. Yeah. Um, but it is it is on the face of it very restricted in in what they're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, which is a word for niche. Yes, so yeah, it's a very good podcast. Um, my my, <laughs> there I have two things that I want to table before we decide that Liz has won. Oh, let me. Yeah, okay, you go. Oh no, do you have arguments? Oh, no, I no, I was just saying. Just in regards to the pencil show, I was in my notes. I said there truly is a podcast for everyone, but there was there's a quote from the show which I thought was really beautiful, and I think it was in the second or third episode. And I can't remember the host's name, but he says there comes a time where where you where someone can only listen to you talk about pencils for so long. I'm glad that these guys have an outlet, but (laughs) (laughs) congratulations, Liz! (laughs) Holy fuck! Pencil show is a winner. Great sleeping show. Great sleeping show. It's a little bit too chatty, even for for sleep for me. I don't but, mind it though. Yeah, ah, that's fair. Anyway, sorry. So, what are I we did tabling? some research. Okay. I wanted to know how many other podcasts of the same niche there are in the world. So I looked for podcasts about McDonald's. Okay. I searched for podcasts about either chestnuts or conkers, and I searched for podcasts about pencils. About McDonald's, I found two others. 
One, not releasing anymore, did a series of 13 episodes in 2016. One that stopped mid this year. Uh, but they said that their next season is coming soon. Who knows what that means? Um, neither of them particularly great quality, not, not nothing like the quality of your podcast. Of the Pencil podcast, I found four others. Not all of them, even though they have Pencil in the title and description, not all of them necessarily as restricted, but they definitely are talking about stationery, stationery supplies, (laughs) art supplies, that sort of thing. Yeah, but they're real. They are real. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, When I came to Chestnuts and Conkers, I found one which is about chestnuts and cooking. And it is, again, one of those that stopped halfway through this year, promising more but has yet to release any more. Yeah, but um, you're so that, already disqualified. I'm, look, Liz, so. I'm already saying I'm happy for you to win, <laughs> but I've done research, which is why I need to table this. How many, how many episodes can you do about chestnuts and food? As many recipes as you put nuts in, I guess. So what? what is it? But hang on. Yep. If you had a look and counted podcasts that were stationary adjacent, we need to look at all nuts and all <laughs> small spherical related sports. Small spherical related <laughs> sports. Well, I think I did include conkers <laughs> and chestnuts because that is what it is specifically Okay, about. then you can only include pencils and not other stationery. But they include pencils yeah, and other stationery. Yeah, that's actually a good point. That's not about that's not what they're about. <laughs> and the podcast that I did uh, include did did so have pencils in the name and in the in the thing. So like that's the thing. There's there's one, two, and four. So there's not a big number of any of these. So I don't think that that just. I really tried anyone. to find a podcast about lint, but no one's made one yet. I d- oh, <laughs> yeah, yet. The, I was like lint or dust. <laughs> the final statistic that I would like to throw on the table is I looked at the popularity. Now, Nick. You're actually the most popular podcast. Unsurprising. Unsurprising at, at the top 0.5% of podcasts. About McDonald's, though. No, uh, in the of world. all podcasts in the world. What? Yes. Get out. It's a very famous yeah, it's podcast. because he's a famous comedian. Yeah. I'm looking this up. Conkers Just go to listen notes. Doesn't register. No, of course it, it wouldn't. It, doesn't it wouldn't register. even have a score. Um, and Liz, you're in top 1%. So... It, it, it is, but then if we look at like categories for niches, right? Like containers was what started this fucking war, and yeah. I would say that the like I don't think the popularity dictates the niche. No, not at all. Yeah. I, I'm I'm just saying that like I think pencils is on the table as as niche as containers was. Yeah, Be, because they're very similar. They're talking about one particular thing. Vast the history of it size difference. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, I honestly <laughs> wasn't expecting to win until I knew that Nick was technically disqualified by my criteria. That's because that's when I was like, oh, I'm not confident because I like I knew because after we recorded the recommendations two weeks ago, I was like, cool, I fucking got this in the bag. I'm gonna keep listening to it. I fucking and then thought I was you like, had it in the bag shit, too. Yeah, shit. Yeah, and then I came clean. And obviously. so yeah. the, the last point I would make is like. I think Liz won this particular round, but I don't think any podcast has beat Stone Clearing. No, not yet. Fair. Because Stone Clearing is so niche, so ridiculous. It's unlistenable to some people and, like, there's no reason to listen to it unless you're specifically interested in that one topic. So I've got a really good podcast coming up because I was talking talking to my co-workers, obviously, about this niche off and they suggested this podcast and just get ready. It's... (laughs) 
fucking great. <laughs> but it's actually a good podcast. I'm not good. doing it as yeah. a fuck you. I'm doing it as a holy shit, this is great. And honestly, I will never recommend a niche podcast that I don't think is great. No, um, and that's yeah. why, like, I, I wanted to recommend that one that just had the first episodes of podcasts that only released one episode and then quit, but it was unlistenable for me. I just couldn't. <laughs> it's such a good idea. Because it's such a good niche. Like, yeah. the first episodes of podcasts that quit after their first episode. Maybe just the first good episodes of podcasts. <laughs> Yeah. There wouldn't be that many because they wouldn't quit after their first episode. You'd be surprised. I will, I will say this. This was a very fun experiment because you do have to think outside the box rather than just Googling obscure podcasts. You yeah. really yeah. have you to have look to fucking find. hard. You have to dig. Yeah, because <laughs> I had to dig for this one. Even though it's popular, I had to dig for it. Yeah. I, I started like my search with obscure podcasts and I was like, nah, it's too they're, that's They're not too obscure broad. if there's 50 news articles about them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if the New York Times has, has done an article on your podcast, it's probably not a big deal. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so congratulations, congratulations. Liz. Thank well you. <laughs> Very unexpected. I'd like to thank the Academy. Uh, so, yeah, if you have a recommendation for a niche podcast that you would like to would like to send through to one of us to represent for you, um, please mention it in the comment section along with the five star review and we'll uh we'll, we'll think about it no we'll get like if it's good we'll we'll talk about it if it's it. good if we'll it's talk good, about it it's getting on the podcast can't talk we're good, get good. We. <laughs> <laughs> or you can reach out on social media we'll be back in two weeks to talk about the podcast we we recommended this week uh let's back announce them i recommended crazy town which is a dark comedy podcast about the climate crisis and things about around that Liz I recommended Midnight Burger which uh, yeah basically there's a little tagline that says when the waves of the universe crash unrelentingly when the stars seem indifferent to your plight suddenly there's a diner we open at six cookie character audio drama love it and Nick I recommended iHeartRadio's The Missionary a show about a young missionary that goes over to Uganda under the guise of God and uh, kills some children so and be back next Lovely. week for the mini-sode Liz Cars. Tiny, tiny mini-sode. Keep listening to podcasts, everyone. Hi, I'm Abby, and this is Alan. Hello. We're from the Lunatics Radio Hour podcast, where we explore the history of horror and modern horror storytelling. We do deep dives into legends like ghost trains or the Headless Horseman or Wendigos. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Including cell phones and computers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 